0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Hard Drops with Seals. Thank you for always listening. Thank you for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. Straight into today's topic, I will be sharing my thoughts on a societal issue. It's not every time we do love and romance, you know, and butterflies in the stomach and all that. I'll be sharing my thoughts on a societal issue. And I have comments, I have opinions, you know, as always. be playing some audio clips i'll be reading out comments from a few people who gave me their thoughts on the topic let's get into it today's topic is paternity fraud and i know it has been happening for quite a while some people think it's it's um really rampant some people think it's a one-off you know and all that so what is paternity fraud it is basically or it simply means deliberately misidentifying a man as the father of a child when a woman does it because i mean women that commit personality fraud so when a woman deliberately misidentifies a man as the father of her child and it does not only happen between married couples all sorts of couples dating couples living lover couples you know boyfriend girlfriend couple fiance and fiance couple it happens between couples or between people who are sexually intimate right and um, yeah it also means the pretense that a man is a legitimate and biological father of a child according to statistics nigeria ranks second with 30 percent on the paternity fraud list so in the whole world nigeria is number two i don't know why we are always on these things on all these top 10 charts of wickedness and immorality but moving on by right, number two sha so this happens a lot, apparently. And a few celebrities that have had issues with paternity fraud, I've had to deal with paternity fraud, Femi Kuti, Duncan Mighty, MK Abiola I mean, in his time, as far back as then. <laughs> most recent one was with Nidu. It's an OAP. And that was the most recent one that really, that really, you know, called my attention to this because I just used to hear of it. I just used to hear about it, you know, one-off, once in a while. But this one happened again and i just thought i should address it there was also another one i think earlier this year of this woman at the bank moyo thomas who had children with her boss at work and the husband didn't know so she traveled i think she ran away with the children according to what i read she ran away with the children and then she called the husband when she had gotten to america to tell him that you are not the father of the children I'll take some comments now, and then I'll be back with my thoughts, a few findings that I made, and like I said, a call to action. The first comment says, I think it's a pure act of wickedness. Making someone labor for, make sacrifices for, bond with someone else's child, thinking it's theirs, is insane and utterly awful. It is an act of robbery, both financial and emotional. Such a person can kill. True. I agree with this person. The next comment says, personality fraud, the way people are talking about it, is an urban myth, in my opinion. A few people will try to scam their spouses, but it is not as widespread as people or social media claims and it is not enough reason to allow distrust to destroy your marriage slash relationship. Another comment says, the society's demands on marriage makes folks do things in secret. Pressure on a woman to get pregnant and pressure on a man to get wealthy etc. That being said. It is a betrayal like no other to have a man raise children and die without ever knowing they are not his. There should be a special hell somewhere for such women. Wow. (laughs) Okay. And then this, he goes on to say, if this was a thing men could do, I'm so certain women would be at arms against it, but I sense a reluctance to condemn it outrightly. He went on to give the instance, the example of Odate Lamte. I hope I got that right. So apparently, his wife cheated on him while he was sweating away in the cold, had him father three children not his for 19 years. So man demanded DNA. He went in for a divorce, and that he decided to still help the children. He paid 200,000 CDs plus two cars and a plush four-bedroom house at Dome to this woman as alimony. The woman still went to appeal to get a seven-bedroom. <laughs> I'm weak. to get a seven-bedroom house in East Legon. In addition to what she had, in 2019, a call through the appeal, she failed again, pursued it for two years and has lost again. She hints of pursuing further. Ah, this is a lot. Why did she do this to him? Then he closes by saying, because some go out because the man has refused to address issues with infertility and the lady is the one being termed barren. This is true. And I've heard of this instance many times. There was this one I heard about a woman who had... The security man in the house fathered three children because apparently her husband was impotent and every time she talked about going to hospital for help and all that he would refuse. So I now wonder what made this man think he was suddenly potent. Anyway, he took her three children until it came to a point where, oh well, Casalasha boxed. He boxed, and it was not nice on anybody in the family. I'm not saying I support what the woman did. I'm just saying this is another, you know, instance. Like I said, this recent, this recent instance brought it to my attention again and I just decided to do research on the legal implications of paternity fraud in Nigeria. I mean, I live in Nigeria. Fun fact, well not so fun fact but one of the fun facts here is that paternity fraud is considered a criminal offense but not a punishable one. This part I don't understand. If somebody intentionally misleads their partner to think they are the father of a child or children, I think there should be a punishment. I think it goes against the the sanctity of marriage. I think it goes against... The, like, what's the point of being married to somebody if you can have children from other people? There is no point. Stay unmarried. The only exception is in Islamic law, and that is because fornication and adultery are considered haram, and personity fraud is a result of... is usually a result of... Fornication and adultery. The reason it is even considered a criminal offense is because when you make a false statement on a public document, like lying on an affidavit or a certificate, that is fraud. So that is the only reason this is considered a criminal offense. So it is considered a criminal offense but not a punishable one. I still don't understand. The second fact about it in Nigeria is that there is a clause which says if the woman did not know, that the husband is not the father or the partner is not the father then she cannot be held responsible i see wow so what they mean is that the intention to deceive is a thin line that distinguishes paternity fraud from paternity mistake so there's fraud and there's mistake so if they claim that if the woman did not know that her other lover is responsible for the pregnancy and she claims it is for the husband then she's free like she's free she, she must not be held responsible I see, wonderful. This third one is also quite wonderful. There's also a clause that says, if the husband and wife are apart and then the woman sleeps with someone else and that results into a child or a pregnancy, then the husband shares the responsibility because, quote and unquote, he gave room for temptation. Ha! Interesting. Interesting. The last one here is, in terms of care, the man may be ordered by the courts to continue caring for the child after he has found out or after it has been proven that he's not the father of the child. They claim it is in the best interest of the child. I just, I wonder why the woman is not the one taking care of the child, especially in the case where she knew and she intentionally pinned the child on the man. An example is this Lamte guy, the footballer guy. The woman knew what she did. And she, in fact, that she was still fighting for alimony, fighting for extra money fighting for a better apartment i don't understand it i think that i think there should be legal implications for this we can't just wave it off as a mistake so i'm going to play the audio clips and then i'll come back to roundup
1: paternity hmm. fraud is a serious issue that that um personally i'm still finding it um, i don't have personal experiences uh, it's just, I have tried to shake it off, to try and give reasons why one thing or another could have happened and blah, blah, blah. But I've not been able to get a, a full grasp of why anybody would want to engage in such, especially the passing of children, the pregnancy to another man, uh, to raise. When you know and you keep that secret and every day you sleep on the same bed, leave the house as husband no and wife. It's, it's, it's hard for me. And then look at this case, the one I, I posted. that Datilampe played for Ghana. He was a, a young young international, Stephen Keshi of blessed Memory, uh, took him to Belgium and then he became a superstar. It was like the next best thing in Ghanaian football after Abedi Pele and, uh, and the others. So this guy was traveling all over the world and he didn't do like all the others that went and married from... So he came back to Ghana, married a beautiful lady, very beautiful, Gloria, Appiah, very, very beautiful. Only for her, for her to just start changing to him at certain points. This guy played throughout in Europe for 19 years, amassed so much wealth and decided to come back to Ghana and that was where the issue started. She didn't want to go back to Ghana and was like, Hey, this is our country. The children wanted to, but then they started having issues, and then she started saying some things that made the guy start thinking, ah, why is she talking this way? As if I'm not the father of these children. So he went and did DNA test and found out that none of his three children were his. This man spent 19 years, over 19 years. And he still said, okay, no problem. But he said, these children are not yours. Eventually, he found out. And so he, he settled them off. He did what he could. But the woman is still fighting for, for alimony. For yoga. You understand? For raising children that are not his? I mean, uh, I mean, come, let's think about this now. If this was something that guys could do, and they do it, how do you think the world would take it? But because it's a woman now, we are now trying to. There must be a reason. Yes, I've tried wrapping my head around it. But I've not found one. I beg. If you find one, I beg. Let me know. I beg.
2: Hello, Adisua. Uh, about the paternal fraud, uh, there have been many narratives that I have heard about this issue. And one dimension is the fact that some women are plain infidels. Uh, but what, what really interests me most is the narrative I got from the book that uh, um, we talked about earlier. And it was from the point where the woman, the first wife, could not confront her husband for medical issues that he had, which made him incapable of producing sperm, fertile sperm, to be more precise. So instead of a dialogue between spouses she decided that so the best thing she could do was to get seed from outside and so you know how um a snowball just starts as a little thing and then it just escalates and maybe it could even become an avalanche and by the time it explodes it causes a lot of chaos and that is exactly what happened so um because of the issue of non-communication she, whether it was um, timidity or she didn't want to crush the ego, whatever the reason was, of course, like she wanted to cover his secrets, which I feel that um, as a spouse or a couple, there really is nothing you can talk about on the table if it is something we're going through together if it's something that he if the man is going through we work it out together if it's the lady going through we work it out together so this i don't see yeah yes there's, there's a part of covering the shame yeah w- within them and not making it um detrimental you get so the narrative of the story was the Baba Segi couldn't conceive. Apparently, he had moms when he was little, and you know how villagers are now. They started to baffle him with all sorts of um, herbs, concussions, and all that, neglecting the obvious issue. And so he grew up and thinking that, you know, now that he has all the body and all the might and the money, he could impregnate as many women as he could. But unfortunately, um he wasn't able to. Pr- perform or rather provide fertile sperm so when he married his first wife first wife knew after a few months and she could not tell him so maybe he doesn't feel bad because i i see that's like the only possible reason because if it's between the two of you why can't you talk it out except you want to gossip about it right so she started to sleep with the her husband's driver gave birth to two children when the second wife came she advised the second wife to go outside and get seed she got outside and got three seeds and then the third wife came and you know she followed suit and got seed from entirely a different place so there were three different seeds in the house so when the fourth wife came she was more educated and she did not um conform to their ways she didn't even obliged to follow them to herbal doctors and etc so they decided to go to the doctor and from investigations they realized that baba sheggy could not impregnate a woman and that's why the for- the fourth wife had not given birth after two years so when they called in the first wife she didn't even wait she started to confess and then that's how uh, baba sheggy realized that seven children that he has been catering for are not his children so this narrative um, boils down or yeah narrows down to key elements that you know cannot be overflogged in relationships communication communicate i'm not sure anything can be as bad as i don't know i don't know like the worst thing anybody could keep as a secret but things happen men are you know but it's not an absolute they are uh, medications now you know technology has moved so has advanced so much that yes he could not be able he cannot be able to do that now but um, with proper medications proper consultations in no time he will be able to get back on you know to his prowess and stuff like that so i really do hope that this little side of the story or this perspective of paternal fraud would, you know, be useful for your for your podcast. And more importantly, to educate someone so that she doesn't do the wrong thing because of fear of talking it out. Love you always. Thank you.
0: That was that. Toby thinks communication can help solve a lot of problems in marriages, especially where there's infertility or something. Just like the example she gave about the book Um, Secret Lives of Baba Segi's Wives, I got the book already and I'm going to read it after today and then Mr. B talks about, well he expresses his displeasure basically, I mean why do women do this? I mean for those who do it on purpose, those who intentionally carry the child of Oba and give it to Oshon, like literally intentionally taking children from Mr. A and giving to Mr. B. There are two major reasons that come to mind, financial reasons and emotional reasons. Financial, in the sense that if they know the man they are currently with, maybe the husband or the man who they're pregnant for, cannot take care of the child financially, and they have another suitor or another lover who is financially capable, they would transfer the paternity from one man to the other. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying this is one of the reasons why women, why these women do what they do, right? And obviously for emotional reasons too. Maybe the man she truly loves is ready to marry her now or ready to give her the life she wants. She will just pot from this to that. It does not excuse it, like I said. I'm just... These are just some of the reasons why they do what they do. And it is not right. And I think that there should be legal implications for this. Think about the emotional trauma the men would go through. Just like this other woman I gave, the example of the one who, um, who had children for her boss at work the man died eventually he died of a heart attack because i don't know how you can deal with that knowing children that you already love i understand that there are men who get married to single mothers and they grow to love these existing children as theirs that's a different case entirely this one you are fully aware and you chose to love this child as part of yourself as part of this marriage institution but keeping and deceiving a man and making him believe that he has children when he does not have any I think it's a wicked thing to do, and I think that it should be punishable, maybe to teach some people a lesson, if we can punish people who steal, if we punish fraudsters who get arrested, I think there should be a penalty for these things, as usual, I am waiting for feedback, I'm waiting for comments, I'm waiting for opinions, whatever you think, if you think it's okay for women to do it, just let me know what you think, let me know your opinions on the matter, on the issue, if you have personal experiences, or you know people who have Gone through this kind of issue and maybe came out of it stronger, or were able to be able to resolve their differences amicably. Please let me know. I'm open to seeing more points of view. Thank you so much. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing and saving and downloading and everything that you do to help this podcast. I really truly appreciate you. See you next week. Bye.